breaking news. What is going on, guys? Uh, we are back for another episode. This one's actually kind of a special one because some Justin, just tell some stuff's going down. This is a very special episode of Are We Podcasting Yet? Because um, we have a new president. Oh, yeah, we do. And yeah, a president who is not a jackass. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he's a little bit older than our previous president, or I guess I should say our current president who is in the White House right now. Uh, but that's not going to stop old Joe. Mm-mm. Joe's going to keep going. No. He's got an awesome running mate, Kamala Harris, right? The first female Black and Southeast Asian uh, woman South in Asian. the White House. South, South Asian, yes, correct. Um, this is huge, man. Like, this is so yeah. big, and it was... Okay, were you following it from out there? I'm sure you were. Dude, everybody is here. Everybody that I know is was just totally engaged throughout the entire process uh, and had, I dare say, just as much anxiety as many of Americans probably do and did. The whole world was watching, and it took... Mm. I mean, we knew it was going to take a long time. They told us it was going to take a long time, right? The most number of mail-in ballots ever casted in the history of U.S. mail ballot casting. Yeah, and it and we knew it was gonna take a long time, but it was gut wrenching, man. I I was shocked that it was as close as it how, was. How how nervous were you when those when the first day happened and it was like, oh my gosh, he's gonna do this again and win. Like I was I really nervous, Justin. I, yeah. I was I was re- I was. You well, I remember talking to you and you looked like you were about to cry. I was really nervous. I was really nervous. Um, I just, by the way, I decided that I was going to have some whiskey on this podcast to celebrate yes. democracy in its truest democracy. form. I was on pins and needles, man. And mm. I didn't, I didn't know if there were that many mail ballots to be counted for him to catch up. Right. Yeah. It was crazy to me that the numbers changed so dramatically just in the last couple of days. I mean, Pennsylvania was only called today. Right. Yeah. I guess Singapore time would have been last, last night, night for you. Last guys. night, it got, yeah. last night they called it and then had a had some celebratory wine followed by some celebratory yeah. whiskey. Yeah, that's what we're doing right now. Honestly, the moment hit me early this morning. Uh, you know, the ones each had some money. Uh, it was early this morning when I woke up and read the news, and I I didn't realize I was going to be as affected by it. Like, clearly, mm-hmm. we are all tired and stressed out, and just like. You know, with all the other things that 2020 has brought mm. us in this lovely year of, uh, you know. Is, is this the first, like, really good thing that's happened in 2020? Like, oh, as far as, like, a global this, thing? Like, an international um, newsworthy thing? The first thing that's been, like, everybody can be like, okay, this is a positive. Was Parasite in 2020? If Parasite winning the Oscar is the only other thing that I can come up with, then yes, this is it. I think this so. Is, what was it like in Los Angeles during all this? So, like, was it I've been t- hearing... Like, did, okay. Did, yes. Are people worried about? Were people worried about rioting? Though I mean, there are people in the streets right now, oh. for sure, right? There are people in the streets all over America, but it's not rioting. It's and it's not protesting. It's just some celebration. Uh, there have been honking horns. So I live kind of close to a freeway junction, uh, and I, I've been hearing honking horns all day. Like people are just honking the horns on the freeways in Los Angeles right now. It's it's, it's actually really cool. Um, but also, Justin, there are. 70 million people in America who are angry yeah. and mad. And a lot of them think that this has been stolen. They think that this has all been a fraud, like one big conspiracy. 
Did you see the I don't think t-shirt? I would 70 thought. million of them don't think that. Okay, okay. Sorry, sorry. 70 million um, voted for Trump and not all I, of them I know I know I know plenty are, of Trump supporters that sure. uh, that have been like okay, well, it's done. Yeah. It was a good I run. Take, I take that back. I take that I take that back. Um, but no, there will be a lot of those people. I don't think there will be enough of them to cause a great deal of harm. At least I hope not. They were mad enough about masks to uh, to intrude upon state buildings with guns. So who knows? But so far, it just seems like they're screaming outside of uh, ballot counting offices. Yeah. Okay, this is this is what's hilarious to me, and I know I'm sure that you've been talking about it too. Some Trump supporters in Arizona are chanting outside of ballot counting offices for them to keep counting the votes, right? Because Trump has right. uh, has a slim chance of making up maybe a bit of a difference at the end. Mm -hmm. But then people in Pennsylvania or Philadelphia are screaming at them to stop counting the votes. Yeah. So like, do you literally have Trump, <laughs> you have Trump supporters screaming the exact opposite things because he needs both to happen, but in different places to win? He lost by so much. Yeah. Arizona, Nevada, Georgia, and Pennsylvania. And if, even if they did find enough fraudulent claims that they could force down the, the, through the legal system and basically lie to get it done, maybe they can do that with one state. Maybe. But <laughs> even that's probably not. But there's no way they can do it with all four states. Like, like, it's, it's, it's an there's no it's game you over, can't man. Claim, you can't claim fraud in, in all of the remaining states. And yeah, game over. It, 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 he's going to do it anyway. That's the he problem. Is. Like, and, and now we're at a point, right? And thankfully, we are now at this point where we can have this conversation, right? Because this could have been a totally different conversation. We're I mean, I, I could be crying right now, like, and not yeah, tears of I, happiness. Just before we got on uh, to the podcast, I watched Biden's speech, um, acceptance speech, and uh, I teared up, teared up. I, I haven't cried. watched it yet. I, cried. I haven't watched I, it yet. I cried. It wasn't that it was the most eloquent and beautiful speech. It was just the fact that I was watching a future president of the country that I could see actually cared. Mm -hmm. And like that brought me to tears because it's been so long. Mm -hmm. and, and granted, that's a really low bar, <laughs> but that is where we are but right now. Like that's just the right have bar. a leader that cares. It's the right bar. It's it, honestly, yeah. and uh, just listening to a lot of different pundits and, and, and news personalities talk, uh, I agree with what a lot of them have been saying, and they helped me realize that even if Biden wasn't the most uh, energetic and exciting candidate mm -hmm. who like, brought us thrills and adventure mm -hmm. at every corner, he was the right candidate for, for the moment, for right now. Yeah. He, like, ha I mean, having calm and peaceful mm -hmm. and, and considerate and, and empathic person in the White House seems like you said like such just a low bar it seems like the bare necessities but i'm glad you admit that you cried i actually i cried a little bit too this morning yeah dude um, I, it, it, this I is just okay was, to get choked up about people are crying on both sides of the island i think, <laughs> I think there's like, a lot of crying happening today <laughs> a lot of emotions america's emotional right now so what do you think is gonna happen in the next two months oh, dude i'm terrified i really don't know um if he continues to sow seeds of doubt, which I don't see any reason for him not to. He's for sure uh, going to. Right? Um, his people are gonna believe him. Not Now, I should correct what I said before also, that it's not all of the people who voted for him are necessarily going to believe um, that the election was stolen or that it was fraudulent and gonna follow him down this 
rabbit hole conspiracy. Yeah. But a lot of them are, man. And, and a lot of them are going to do it vehemently. And I feel like it's just going to, they're just going to get more and more fractured, more and more divided. I think there will be a little bit more of a division now. But I think that once Biden gets sworn in, it's going to swing back. I mean, that division's there. It's been there for a while. But I mean, what's made, True. And what was the catalyst for it to explode in the flagrant manner to which it has over the past four years, that catalyst was Trump being the president and freaking tweeting all the time and doing crazy shit. He'll be able to do things not as the president, but nobody needs to listen to him now. The, the issue was that people had to listen to his crazy shit because he was the president. And now it's just going to be... It's, be silent, Dan. They're still okay. His people are still gonna listen to him. I really think that once he's out of the office, that fades because the Republican Party's gonna fuck. Okay, they don't need him anymore. They they have the Senate. Like they're already got to focus on how to block every single thing that Biden tries to do. Right? They have an agenda that Mm -hmm. all of a sudden now that Trump is no longer helpful in their agenda, he's gonna say, well, he knows how ruthless they are. They're they're not gonna necessarily need to support him ever. No, I think they're going to drop him. But he's still going to have a lot of supporters. There are reports that he might run again in 2024. God save us from that. But what do you think about his one of his sons running? Like, I have this, like, fear. I get cold sweats yeah. about the idea of, like, Trump family lineage of... Uh, yeah, it's a legitimate of, concern. ...of actual candidates. And this is... Right? I can see Ivanka running for something. Don Jr. Sure. Eric... I'm for sorry. Sure. Eric Jr. will never win an election. Poor guy. But Don Jr. might accidentally win an election somewhere. It's possible. Not going and it's a scary thought. I think let's not think about that right now. <laughs> Good point. Let's enjoy what we have while enjoy we the have moment. it. Not everybody who voted for Biden also is super thrilled that he is that he was the choice or the candidate from the he Democratic Party. You know, and, and was not my first choice. He wasn't mine either. Uh, and my mom was a big Elizabeth Warren fan, mm-hmm. and she's really excited about that. My brother was a big Kamala fan. So yeah. I do think that because the Senate race ended up the way it is, him being in office may actually be a positive. He's more centrist. In order just to get anything done, he's the guy that can get Republican senators to... He, he's going to have to do some things that Democrats aren't going to like. Yes, have to get just like Obama did. To, to get, and that's what it's going to have to happen. But I think he's the guy that can do that because let's not kid ourselves. Democrats really bad at campaigns and they dropped the ball again. They blew it on the Senate. They're so All right. Bad. Yeah. They we can, so we bad. can, now that Biden is going to be the president, he's the president elect. We can relax a little bit and maybe I can take a bit more of a wider angle view of what's been going on during this election. I've not been so focused on just Biden over Trump. Yeah. Yeah. This election did not go the way the Democrats had, had wanted it to go. Really. Um, they were talking about taking over the entire Senate. And now at this point, it's completely locked up with just what, a couple runoffs in Georgia? I think it's runoffs in Georgia will determine who kind of gets control. One thing I do want to point out to, to people, anyone who might be listening to us right now who are uh, learning a little bit about U.S. election process and, and maybe not from America and from other parts of the world and are, are hearing a little bit about this. Elections are this close. Like part of, part of the time when I was watching this, I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe it's this close. But then when I went back and uh, not only heard people talk about, but then also looked at the results from the last mm-hmm. 10 years of ele- or last 10 presidential elections, it's They've all been like this, this close. Like, they're right down the middle. Like, you don't is, win by a lot. Obama won by not a lot. Yeah. Uh, Gore won by, or Gore lost by, like, 600 votes. Global, in, like, in Florida. Like popular vote. 
No popular vote he won by like. Oh, really? Oh, I, yeah, think I think, I think it was just 604 he that he lost by. Are you sure? Yes. I don't know about that, and I haven't done enough research to be able to prove it. So I'm pretty sure. And you know what? We're not going to do that research right now. No, Justin's going to edit that later. He's going to pop that number in right there somewhere, and we're going to feel great about it. What are you going to do as an American citizen? As an American citizen, unite the nation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah. What am I going to do? I don't know, man. I think I have to actively try to not dislike people who still support Trump. I think that's important because I think it's important to realize that everybody has their own reasons to categorize. Trump voters as one particular kind of Trump voter, which I don't think is the majority of them, but to categorize them mm-hmm. as racists or idiots is not is obviously false because there's a lot of really smart, really good people that voted for Trump. If it was just uh, racists, bigots, extremists, and uh, misogynists who and sexists who voted for him, it wouldn't have been this many people in America. Like I don't, it's not. Well, it's I, not the I case. know. I know plenty of Trump voters that are amazing people and that are super smart. Many of them are in my family. Yeah. And, and they're, they're, everybody's got their own reasons for, for voting for him. A lot of it, I think, depends on kind of the importance you place on certain pillars of society. And so if you're going to place a lot of things on uh, economic growth and believe that the economy works a certain way, um, the policies of the Republican Party become so, so attractive that it doesn't matter who the president is to you because you're like, okay, you're... as long as we have the Republican Party in there, the country will be better because it will become wealthier. And I think that's one big reason uh, why- okay, no, but is it the country will be, is it the country will be better and wealthier or is it I will be better and wealthier? Because oh, the country will both. not, the country will not necessarily be better in wealth. But see, that, this, is, with, this is where, this well, no, is where you're mixing think. your belief yeah, with theirs. You're right. No, you're right. This is where we have a different opinion. Yeah. That itself is not, yeah. So, you, this is, so you, you've got to step outside your box and be like, okay, what these people believe that the system works a different way than I do. That's why yeah. they think this. I get that. I get that. And I have to actively try to understand those points of view more, especially uh, conservative economic points of view. I know a lot of people who would say that they're socially liberal, but financially conservative. I don't even know necessarily what that breaks down to. It might mean something to everyone else, but it's at some point, some people are like, no, I don't want you to tax me and take away the money that I have been making. Right. And it's like, well, you know, that makes sense. And then so you have to understand both sides of what people are trying to say, and right? The, and, and the on government's, side, government's really good at wasting money. It's kind of their thing. Yeah. Like their I know. taxes go so up like one and side a lot of this money kind of goes and you're like, wait, I thought we were going to be yeah. getting this for this, for these high taxes. And it doesn't happen a lot of the time. I know. So one side says, make the government do it better. And one side says, don't give the government the money. Yeah. And so like, it, you're right. It's a different, there's a strong, difference of opinions between these two halves of America that aren't necessarily based on gender and race and, yeah. and oppression, right? But at the same time, we can't ignore that race had a huge, had a, had a huge part to play I in mean, this election. Trump, and Trump himself- Just based on what he represented. Because of his actions, the things he tweeted, the things he said, um, he made that a massive issue. Um, mm-hmm. Do I think it's as big of an issue in the Republican Party as the media makes it out to be? I don't think so. Um, I mean, it's still obviously an issue, but I mean, Trump 
made it into far larger of an issue than I think it was. Aside from the idea of how much of that is an issue within the Republican Party, my issue that concerns me more, and again, I'm going to try not to be mm. combative about it, but what concerned me is not the idea that maybe the people who stood by Trump during these inflammatory mm. and completely inappropriate things that he said, the people who stood by him, it wasn't that I thought that they agreed with what he was saying that worried me. What concerned me was that they were willing to stand by someone and maybe let him say things that they completely disagree with yeah. because, because they agree with him on, in other parts and that might serve their agenda, right? Yep. And that's, and that's where, I, that's where I, I, I say I have to try to understand the people who supported Trump more because I do have to realize that it maybe is not that they're racist, but it maybe if they were willing to, to, to have a person who's racist yeah. in the White House to have policies that they want. People's minds work in interesting ways, man. I mean, like a lot of people still don't think he's racist, right? So you've got to also remember that there's a lot of not racist conservatives yes. that don't think Trump is racist. I agree. So there's also I, that. I, I, and so, that's also an opinion difference, right? A yeah. lot of people think that he, he's not even, like, maybe the things he says are racist, but he's not racist. He only says it because he knows there's a certain demographic of people that yeah. strongly support him that that really rings true for them when, when yep. they hear that. That's And so he really just played the, played so many different groups of America like, like a fiddle. Like, he, he's actually very skilled at what he does, even though what he does is terrible. Yeah, I think a lot of it was calculated. Yeah, he's, I mean, those interviews he had um, where he was very open and honest about the, you know, how dangerous the coronavirus was way before he admitted mm -hmm. to American people. You listen to those tapes and you realize that guy's a lot smarter than he comes across. Yeah. Like he, he gets it. Or he, at least he gets how to sound smart to other smart mm -hmm. people when he cares about what they think about him. Oh, for sure. So it's all just, he's... He didn't get to this point by constantly saying stupid things. No, no. He just right. says stupid things when it serves Just in purpose. public. Yeah. When you it, get to this yeah. point by only saying stupid things in public. That's, okay. That's a good reflection of our society. But I think we should also admit that our president-elect has had history saying stupid things in public as well. Very true. So what are you going to do? You know... We're like, all human. We all say stupid things. I'm bridging the gap between... Oh, how are you? Yeah. Great I'm gonna help. You gonna I'm gonna help unite the country by wearing my my Iowa, Iowa largest truck stop largest truck stop in the world hat. Iowa eighty. Iowa voted for Trump. This is how I'm gonna I do it. I support that, despite you being yeah. in Singapore and that not having the effect that we would want it to. But when you come back to the states, I will say this, Justin. That hat might be the perfect thing to symbolize what you and Trump voters have in common. I don't know. There's something about that hat. Driving? <laughs> no, just like the it has the American flag on the back. It, it's got you know, it's got the the trucker hat style that I know you you really strongly. It's stylish. Uh, it's stylish, you, Alan. You, you like it? It is stylish. It's got it's good. Yeah, it's it's going to bring our country back together. This is this is what's going to do it. Is it? Is I it? feel I feel yeah. like we're more united as a country already. Just because of the hat. Even though I'm not even there. What have people out there been saying? Like, uh, not Americans out there. Have you talked to any Singaporeans or any people from other parts of the this beautiful world? Are they happy? Is, is anyone like wishing that Trump had, had been able to win this one? I mean, granted, most of my friends tend to be quite liberal-minded. Uh, therefore, 
all of my friends out here in Singapore are extremely excited that Trump is no longer going to be the president. Uh, everybody was very pro not Trump. I think the world needed a break. It's, it's maybe, been exhausting some people, not just for Americans, it's been exhausting yeah. for everyone. Some uh, world players are maybe not as thrilled with this. Yeah. I, mean, uh, I, have, so I, I, I did have a conversation with a friend of mine uh, from the Middle East. They were saying that Trump did a lot of good things for the Middle East. Yeah. And like, there's been a lot of positives that, that have happened since he's been in office out there. Their take on it was, you know, it sucks that he does all this crap and he tweets. He's like, but bottom line is, is since he became president and the actions that his administration has made there, things have worked out for the best. Things have gotten done there. And I hadn't really thought about it that much from that perspective. Like I, I had always just kind of thought to myself, maybe that wasn't, had nothing to do with the U.S. Like that was kind of the U.S. kind of piggybacking off of some stuff that, that was being done there. But their mm -hmm. outlook was very much that, no, 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 Trump's administration was heavily involved in what happened in that region of the world in the past four years. And agreements that are being made out there are a direct reflection of their actions. And I was just kind of like, huh. I mean, it's being somebody who does not like Trump, it's kind of hard to swallow that a little bit and kind of yeah, sure. take it down. But I mean, we- It doesn't also mean that he's correct. Huh? Justin, it doesn't, it also, that doesn't- It doesn't, also but mean I mean, it's, it's a, it doesn't mean like, it's not There's either. so much- Like there's so much yeah. we don't know about, right? And it's good to have that perspective. Yeah, I, just, it's good to have that perspective I wish there. that he would have done things that people thought was good like that, but in our own country. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was going to say, it's a, it's a little painful for me to hear as an American that there are other people in the world who are like, oh, he did good things for us. This went well. Mm -hmm. and, and, and but he was supposed to be our president and he didn't he didn't do too many good things for us here that went well, well so peace in the Middle East is good for Americans as well oh no agreed agreed I still don't attribute that to Trump perhaps some Trump administration moves that I know nothing about right and yeah, so I just I'm too I'm too uninformed sorry he lost his goddamn election anything that good that people <laughs> think that happened while he was in office you can go ahead and say that it was good and that it happened, and I will not disagree with you, especially if you have good evidence as to that fact. Mm. But I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm not going to give him credit for anything. And that is the damage, and that is, and that is your right as an American. Yes, and I'm taking it. I don't care. I want to show you something. So this is my sticker from voting, right. right? You see how it's a little beaten up and tattered and worn? That's just from like a week ago. But that's what this election has felt like. I feel like that is how I feel, beaten and worn and just barely hanging on at the end. What have you been doing with your phone? I have sweaty hands. Country's moving on now. We don't know what the Senate's gonna look like. So we're gonna see if having a democratic administration in the White House is gonna change the direction of stuff, right? Some things that'll change for sure. Uh, I think, oh, there will be no more attacking of Obamacare and healthcare and they're gonna move forward. Although- Hopefully they can make it better. But Biden, Biden called it Biden care. Did you hear him say that? So he is, he wants, he wants the individual option to be, um, to be a strong part of what the healthcare yeah. plan going forward is. That's a centric move, right? It, it, yep, it's very centric, and I think it's going to be what needs to be done for him to get other things going. So you know, yeah, whatever text U.S. will get back into the Paris Agreement. A lot of the um, environmental restrictions that have been um, lifted during the Trump era on be and manufacturing those will be put back in place it's hard to get 
a lot of stuff done if uh, you have a Senate that's opposing you, right? So I think it is what happens in when Biden's early terms and or the early years of his first term, probably only term. Mm-hmm. Um, not not because I think anything bad is going to happen to him. That's not what I said. I just said just because he may he's, he's, he's even said himself that he thinks of himself as a one term president. So I don't think it's yeah, not yeah, like I an mean, ominous prediction here. He's getting up there. Oh, he's not young. He's this, not young. Oh, in his speech. He ran to the podium. Really? He jogged. He jogged. I he jogged. I like he how you nice. I like how you reversed what you said. Huh? You stopped for a moment. You, I was like, he ran. You stopped. You're like, he jogged. He jogged. It, it wasn't an Usain Bolt sprint. It was. Right. It was a 78 year old man jogging. Still impressive. Any 78 year old. Never, man never seen Trump jog. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he has ever seen himself jog. Sometimes I have trouble jogging. We're not young spring chickens anymore either, Justin. Let's, let's yeah, be honest with that. Me. I feel like it's a good day. And happy to share this moment across the freaking world with you. Yeah. Hey, man. High five for democracy. High five for democracy. High five for democracy. What a um, coffee. Cheers for democracy. Cheers to Cheers democracy. Fingers Finger pistols for democracy. Pistol yeah. wheel for democracy. Shirts off for democracy. Taking it off for democracy. <laughs> yeah, all right. Jacket off for, for democracy. democracy. And, and this is going to be our most widely watched episode. It's going to be the episode where Justin got shirtless. This is what I do for democracy, Alan. Are we podcasting yet? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Breaking news.